probably to talk about two or three hours on these particular readings today. <laughs> Don't worry, I won't talk that long. <laughs> There's a lot of richness here, huh? Uh, a lot of beautiful things. If you're looking for something to pray on this week, I'd encourage you to go back to these particular readings. I'm uh, just very rich. Um, so, a couple thoughts. So, number one is uh, the source. What is the source of good or bad? And, you know, number two, what is the capacity of our heart? Capacity of our own heart. So, real quickly, maybe to state that uh, our heart, as it was created by God, was, is to love. Heart was created to give love and to receive love. So, out of our heart, able to love other people and to receive the love that they give, right? Um, we recognize that because sin is entered into the world and is part of our own human condition, we can say that the source of love definitely is of God and comes through our own choice, our own free will. And we could also say to sin or to choose to sin many times starts in the depth of our own heart as well. So for many of us, we could kind of say, and maybe I think all of us could say that we have felt sometimes that tug of war that is taking place in our own heart. Um, to sin or to love, to choose a virtue or to choose something else, right? I think all of us recognize that if we have a capacity to love or maybe, of course, like with exercise, the more you exercise, the more endurance or capacity you build up to do more, right? So it's the kind of the idea that if we are able to choose to love and, and choose the good more and more, hopefully our heart becomes more filled with love and the opportunity and a capacity to love others, right? So it's easy to kind of say that and to hear that. You know, the realization that as sin enters into our own life and the more that we pay or are attentive to those thicker thoughts in our own heart, sometimes we make the choice to sin or to choose those. And then maybe our heart becomes more filled um, with that sense of sin or negative thoughts or judgment or lust. So Jesus is saying that, of course, anyone who follows the commandments and passes it on to others will be even, will be the greatest in heaven. And in some sense, those who do not follow the commandments and tell others not to follow them will says will be the least in the kingdom of heaven. So therefore, there's a kind of a lot of weight that Jesus is placing here. And maybe how much effort do we give throughout our own day of choosing to actually love instead of to sin? I think Jesus is also trying to point out um, that, yes, actions, and many times we see and receive actions of thou shalt not steal or, or kill or um, thou shalt not commit adultery or they shall not swear, bear false witness against your neighbor. Jesus is trying to say that those also they begin, those actions begin in our own hearts, in our own thoughts. And maybe to say that it's not enough just to cut off your finger or to pluck out your eye to solve that particular problem. But that we may try to go to the source of where that is coming from, which it is allowed to grow in our own hearts. So how do we move forward um, in our own negative thoughts, our own judgments that we have of other people? Comparing ourselves to them of some that we might call a fool because they do things differently than us 
or people whom we become angry at. Where did that anger start from? Where did that anger come from? Is it really truly that person? Or is there something else that's going on here? Lustful thoughts, the idea that we are made to see another person as a person, not just the body parts, the pieces, or to see them as an object, but actually truly to see them as a person, beautiful as God has created them in that likeness and that image. And that realization of sometimes swearing, uh, cussing, and upset at particular things, making false promises, saying things about other people that is not true just to get what we want. Again, a lot of that begins here. It begins in our own heart. And sometimes many of us sometimes don't acknowledge the sins until after we've already committed them. (laughs) And I think that it's important to say, just as in that first reading, you know, there's good and evil uh, uh, that is stated there, and whatever you choose, you will reap. So you can never choose to sin, and afterwards you're going to feel glad that you did that. There's never a time that you're going to do good or choose to do good or love somebody else and in some sense feel a negative or bad for doing that. So there is a sense of desiring to choose the good, desiring to choose to love. And for us, I think first and foremost to acknowledge that there is in our heart space that calls us to want to love and that urges us sometimes to love. And sometimes we ignore that and we choose the other side. Sometimes we choose the pride. Sometimes we choose the judgment. Sometimes we choose to say, well, I'm right, and I need to tell them why I'm right. (laughs) Um, That person is doing something wrong, and somebody needs to call them out. We have to weigh these particular things. Um, If you're doing it because they're doing something wrong and you want to help them, great. If you're trying to show they're a bad person and I'm a good person, well, maybe that's not necessarily the direction God is calling us to go in. So maybe just encourage you as you go throughout this week just to truly again to be attentive just to the voices that come up in our hearts and which ones we pay attention to. Are you paying attention to the voices in your heart that call you to forgive and to love and to have compassion, to be generous and to see the person and not just the body parts or what we want? Or are we being attentive to the thoughts in our own heart that speak to us of how we can become, we can get ahead of somebody else or how we're better than them? Are we attentive to the voices in our hearts that put people down or that turn people into objects? What particular voices are we being in tune to? And so especially as we enter into this very soon, the season of, the, of Lent. Lent will start on February the 26th, so about a week and a half away. Lent is a beautiful time of uh, almsgiving, of prayer, and, and what's the third one? Fasting. And it's a great time for us to just take a step back and to see, who am I living for? What is my life about? Who am I following? What is the capacity of my heart? Is it to love and to give and to receive, or is it to sin or to get ahead or to do something for me or others? So maybe spending some time over the next week and a half of just, what is the Lord calling you to go deeper during this season of Lent? How is the Lord maybe calling you to recognize you are made to love and to receive love? I think it's honest and to acknowledge all of us have those sin sin tendencies to sin, those picker thoughts that are there. So allowing the Holy Spirit to come in and purify us as we hear St. Paul in that second reading. Maybe asking us to, or allowing the grace of God to help us to choose and to have that capacity to love. That grace comes from daily prayer. That grace comes from 
the sacraments, the Eucharist, confession, living out our baptism. Graces come from the gifts of the Holy Spirit through confirmation many of us have received. So how can we rely on God's grace, and how can we turn to him um, to help us to choose the good? May your heart be a place that gives love and receives love. May you be able to have the power to acknowledge what is not of love or God and to do something about it. Invite the Holy Spirit in. Choose the good.